what's going on everybody welcome today is monday february 20th 2023 my name is jeremy and this is my first time i hope you all out there had a wonderful weekend hope you're doing well hope you're smiling and you're looking forward to a great day and a great week i know i am good morning brian good morning rebecca it's like people are rolling in a little slowly this morning. I completely understand. I'm contemplating taking a, a bit of a nap after the show, which is not like me. But yeah, I'm feeling a little sluggish this morning. I'm wondering if going back to bed for a little while will fix that. Who knows? So what did you do this weekend? I, as I, I told many of you who were here on Friday, traveled south did a bunch of filming and photo work for a variety of projects that we have going came out great shout out to craig for all of his help thank you craig and then did something i've not done in a while i stuck, stuck around at his place which i have done but we watched a uh, wrestling pay-per-view uh, what was it called elimination chamber uh, which sounds like a really bad metaphor for a bathroom but uh, or, or a nickname for a bathroom but the, the show was great and, you know, it gave me ideas, as you might imagine. But the, the, the spectacle that is professional wrestling, there is nothing that matches it. And it was fun. Had a really good time. Good morning, Frank. Good morning, Kelly. Kelly says, this is big news. I'm about to, I'm able to walk without anything at home. So excited for those of you who don't know she had, uh, was it your knee? I think it was your knee replaced. So that's awesome. Congratulations. That's big news. Of course, I want to hear what all of you did this weekend. Feel free to chime in in the chat. And what's going on today? Today, because it's towards the end of the month, don't have a ton going on. Tomorrow is a podcast recording, so I will likely be catching up on email. Though I did some email over there. I'm not doing so bad in the email department. I'm happy about that. But today is a, a moderate day. It's not a super big day, but it's not a light day. Friday was a fairly light day. But it was a good day. And I'm looking forward to today. Yeah, Kelly's confirming yes. Full knee replacement. So it amazes me that we can do that. I just think that's so cool that technologically we can just make a knee and, and put it in your leg without chopping your leg off and reattaching it or something. It's just, it's awesome that we can do that. Um, anything of report? We're getting to the point where it's it's almost time for me to start doing gardening stuff. And actually, I was thinking, I was going to do some of that yesterday, and I didn't end up doing it. But there's some things that I've got to do prep work, planning. What am I planting where? Looking at the results of last year. Quite a few things that I grew last year that I'm not going to grow this year. I'm done with eggplants, for example. They just, eggplants never grow for me. Brian says, had a dream last night. Instead of the punching machine, Whistlekick has one built and designed for kicks. Instead, for an attraction at events, Jeremy seems intrigued. Now, I know Brian's talking about it. Um, <clears throat> like the boxing speed bag machines that are at arcades. That would be cool. 
don't think we're going to do that anytime soon, but yeah, why not? I've actually looked at how we can add a force measurement tool to anything. but I haven't come up with a good design. It seems like it's going to be durable. So. And Kelly agrees, truly a miracle. And it takes the pain away. The pain of recovery is now nothing compared to the pain I was having. That's so cool. I'm so happy for you. I am, I am fortunate that my joints are doing okay. Got a lot of people in martial arts that get some upgraded hips and knees over the course of their life. And it's really, it's just neat. I think it's really neat that that can happen. Of course, I don't go too far into the neat because inevitably they're going to, you're going to stumble on videos of it happening. And Jeremy doesn't do gross and surgery definitely qualifies as gross. Good morning, Jenny. Uh, one of the things I have to do this week, and some of you are doing this program, so you're welcome to chime in. Um, but Kit Clinic is just about halfway done for the people who started doing it, which means I've got to get the next monthly program going. And I've got a few ideas, and I'm not quite sure which one I'm going to do, but I've got to figure it out this week. I've got to figure out and lay it out and start designing emails this week. Because for those of you who are going program to program, I want to make sure you always have something to choose. Right. Um, and actually, for those of you who aren't doing a program, if there's something that you say, you know, Jeremy, it'd be great if we had a program for this, let me know. I've got a bunch of ideas that I'm keeping, I'm keeping a running list and uh, would like to do something different. I, I expect a kick clinic to be more broadly applicable, but it seems like a lot of people don't want better kicks, which is interesting. Feedback on that program has been great. Tea came out good this morning. A little bit of cream. A little bit of chocolate stevia. No, monk fruit. Chocolate monk fruit. Monk fruit. I don't know why I can't say it. Uh, you know, it's team now. Next episode of The Last of Us came last night, and I was in bed before it even came. But I want to watch that. Maybe I'll watch that. Because remember when Game of Thrones was out and people couldn't keep their spoilers to themselves? That's happening with The Last of Us. I have to be careful of any news. People are posting about things. Drives me nuts. So maybe I'll do that. We shall see. Jenny says to Brian, I roundhouse kicked that punching machine. I broke the machine once. I think it was a faulty machine, but it still makes for a great story. That is a great story. Frank says, my sister and her family came down from New Hampshire. They are staying with us for about a week. That's awesome. Enjoy. Uh, oh, it's Monday. So there's an episode coming out. Uh, it may be out a little bit late. I got a message from Julius. He didn't see where I put the intro. Um, but I'll tell you about it because it'll be out soon if it's not already. Episode 790. I can't talk this morning. Episode 790 with Stephen Johnson. And I'm reminded. Oh, this guy. Yep. Um, what do I want to say about this one? 
this is an example of someone who has been at it a while and is simply dedicated to helping martial artists. There's an organization in there. And we spend some time talking about the organization. We talk about organizational politics in the martial arts, a subject that I know some of you have spent quite a bit of time thinking about, talking about. And it was a good episode. I enjoyed talking to Steven. He's a good man. So that's, if it's not out when you're listening or watching, it'll be out shortly. Episode 790, Stephen Johnson. Kelly and Jenny are going back and forth about all the destruction they've done with their martial arts techniques. What else is going on? Um, the other big thing, that, here's a question for you. Really has very little to do with nothing with martial arts, but I'll, I'll ask it anyway. When you go away and you come back, and you bring all those things back that you brought away, like if you go on vacation, how long does it take you to put it all away? I got just about everything put away this weekend. And it was two suitcases and a backpack. So it was a lot of stuff. And a lot of it's small stuff that has to go in all these different places. But I put it all away and I even cleaned up the garage. Because that was kind of part of it. There was a bunch of stuff that needed to go back out. And that's about average for me, usually a week, sometimes two, depending on the size of the piles. I'm a pile person. And uh, yeah, now I can actually see my floor again. <laughs> Frank says, we have some motivational quotes for you all today, or else you'll be living in a van down by the river. That's referencing. Jenny says she's putting it away the next day. I can't stand the stuff taking up space I don't have. Doesn't surprise me about you. Mm. Tea is good. Seeing a lot of green grass out in the yard. I still don't understand how grass is green under the snow, but good, good for you, grass. Good job. Grass is pretty much the most resilient thing I can imagine. Well, let's let's jump into this van down by the river reference that if you're not familiar with it, it's I don't know, you should look it up. Oh, hold on. Hold on. Hmm. And here we go. Laughter heals all wounds. And that's one thing that everybody shares. No matter what you're going through, it makes you forget about your problems. I think the world should keep laughing. Kevin Hart. You know, humor, if we think about humor as, as a, a, a function, it's a, a function. Tell me, tell me that you've always been able to stifle your laughter when it was inappropriate to laugh Right? We've all had examples of that. It's not a conscious thing. There's something very interesting that happens psychologically that is beyond our control with humor. And I don't understand the mechanism. I don't, I don't know that we do um, fully. Maybe we do. 
and I'm just not aware of how it works. But humor is something that's fairly universal. Every culture laughs. And we all laugh in more or less the same way. Animals laugh. I've seen dogs laugh. Animals can find things funny too. And the fact that that is such a primal function, right? If it happens across cultures for everyone and even in animals, there's something pretty hardwired in there, pretty fundamental, which tells us it's important. What is it about humor, about laughter, that is so important to who we are? I don't know, but I just know it's important. And we should laugh. We should find things funny. And that includes our training. Training should be fun. And when training is fun, funny things will happen periodically. And we should have the freedom within the context of our training to laugh at them. Otherwise, they're wasted. Someone does something silly intentionally or more likely in a, a formal class setting unintentionally. It's okay that it's funny. When I teach, I try to make sure people do have fun. I try to create moments of laughter. You know, I'm not telling jokes, I'm not treating it as a comedy set, but I want to make people smile. I want to make them chuckle. If for no other reason, then they're going to have a good time and that makes them more likely to retain what I'm sharing. I don't think it's an accident that we value comedy, that we uplift comedians and compensate them very well. Kevin Hart makes a lot of money. Jerry Seinfeld makes a lot of money. And sure, there are plenty of comedians who aren't making any money we still compensate comedians pretty darn well. And we're willing to spend a lot of money to see them live and feel that energy. It's neat. Number two, relationships are, relationships are like farting. If you push too hard, things could get messy real fast. Yeah. Um, we can say the same thing about our attempts to advance through rank via our training. Oh, that's the wrong button. It may not have happened with all of us, but we've all at least been aware of people who were hyper committed to progressing through rank quickly. Their focus was not on their training or their skill or their enjoyment. It was on progression. And they were trying to climb the martial arts ladder. So the corporate ladder. They're trying to climb the ladder quickly. That was their priority. You miss a lot along the way. But if I think about the people that I know that went from zero to 60 with their martial arts training, most of them burn out. One day they're doing zero classes, and then the next week 
they're doing four, five, six classes because they 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 want to get their whatever belt right away. Uh, gonna get that in in a month, in two weeks, whatever. Right? Six months later, they're completely burnt out because they didn't leave room in their lives for anything else. You have to integrate. Which is why I don't look at martial arts as a thing we do. It's our lifestyle. And you can't just overnight change your lifestyle. It doesn't work that way. Ask anyone who's ever tried to lose weight or stop smoking or stop drinking or start exercising. Habits take time. And when we're talking lifestyle, that's a big habit. That's an all-encompassing habit. It takes a long time to create, but it also takes a long time to recede. And that's one of the benefits. Oh, Frank. Frank said, I just realized that's the number two quote. That's funny. There are some things that you need to push for, and there are some things you need to allow. I was having a conversation with somebody yesterday. And if you really think about it, we have very little control over our lives. Oh, that's the generic sound of disagreement. Okay. Um, Did you choose who you were born to? Did you choose where you were born? That determined who you socialized with, where you went to school, what you learned. Likely determined your interests. All of that likely determined what you did after school and where you did it. Likely determined a great amount of epigenetic expression, your physical body. And that all cascades down to where you are now. And even if you forget everything I just said, even if you pretend that doesn't exist, you don't determine what's on the grocery store shelves, You don't set the prices. You don't decide what the traffic is like on your way to work or the store. You don't determine the weather. You don't determine what people outside of your family are doing today, tomorrow, next week. And when you think about how much of your life is tied to at least one of those things, how much control do you really have? Not as much as we like to think. So if we don't have that control, we have to allow. Control the things you can, allow the things you have to. Kelly says, in our student manuals, I included a poem called Try Softer, which talks about the balance of training and rank. I would love for you to, excuse me, send that to me. I'd love to check that poem out. And we have one more, one more quote for today. Another one from Kevin Hart. The only time you should look back in life is to see how far you have come. We have this habit of dwelling. Oh, if only I had said, done this. Once you've learned the lesson, It's time to let go. 
There are always things that I would do differently. If I could orchestrate every element of what I say and do with time to think about it, infinite time to think about it, I would do a lot of things differently. But I, I don't. So I make the best of it. And if I mess something up, I unpack it. Okay. You know, why didn't I say that? Well, I didn't say that because of this. Am I willing to address that? <clears throat> no. Then it's as good as it's going to be and I move on. Why didn't I do that? Oh, because of this. Yeah, but I'm working on that. So next time a situation like this comes up, there's a good chance I handle it more in the way that I want to. Great. It's all we can do. Make the best with what we have. Do what you can with what you have where you are. Right. Kelly says it well here. Everything we went through in the past, good or bad, made us who we are today. If you talk to very successful people, including people who have lost tremendous amounts of money, I'm unfamiliar with anyone who says they would do it differently. They, they would do it differently if the situation came up again. They don't regret those things because of the lessons they learned. The bigger the outcome, the bigger the lesson. If someone starts a business and goes bankrupt, you're going to learn a lot more out of that outcome than if that business loses $20. And in fact, when I talk to prospective clients, one of the things we talk about is the amount of money. It has to be an amount of money that you care about. I'm not going to work with someone for so much money that they can't take their eyes off that amount of money. I'm also going to not work with someone for so little money that they don't care. It has to be an amount of money that they care about. And that's part of why I can get them results. Because if they care, I'm going to do this. I need you to do that. And then they do it. So I have clients that are doing it within 24 hours. Great. And they're seeing great results. Mm, well said, Frank. There's a reason why that rear view mirror in your car is so small. I remember when I was taking driver's ed, I was obsessed with what was going on behind me. As if everybody was tailgating me and going to rear end me. And I remember the driver and driving instructor took him a few times. But finally it sunk in. He said, look, you can't control anything back there. You need to be aware of it. But all the stuff you can control, all the things that are really a risk to you in a car are in front of you. Every moment you take your eyes off what's in front of you, you're creating a risk of something bad happening right now in favor of looking behind you. Now, I'm embellishing a little bit, but the point stands. There is value in review. There is not value in dwelling. I got a message from a, a high school friend over the weekend. Somebody I used to be very close with. And 
we've grown apart. And uh, the message I got was, was more or less the final kind of friendship breakup message. And I was talking about that with someone yesterday. I said, you know, my best days are in front of me. And, and I feel like for this person and for other people who used to be in my life, they're constantly looking behind them. Their best days are behind them. And I don't have anything in common with someone like that. If your best days are behind you, I'm not going to spend time with you. One of my plans, because it's beyond a goal, I will make sure my best days are always in front of me. Will there come a time when my physical body is not capable of doing everything I want it to do? Probably. I refuse to accept that as a given. I've seen some absolutely remarkable people through physically into their 70s and 80s, and I don't see why I can't be one of them. But there's always stuff to learn and share, always new people to meet, always new places to experience. I'm not going to quit on that. I'm not going to spend all my time turned around in the seat looking behind me. You miss a lot that way. Oh, you guys are sweet. I like the back and forth chatter. I'm going to go. Go check out that episode of Martial Arts Radio. Remember, if you always, if, if you always, if you ever have suggestions for guests or topics, reach out. Let us know. Jeremy at whistlekick.com, or you can reach out to Andrew directly. If you want to support us in our work to connect, educate, and entertain traditional martial arts of the world, watch or listen to an episode and then share it with people. But you can also join our Patreon for as little as $2 a month. And it goes up from there. I posted some stuff on Patreon the end of last week. You can make a purchase at whistlekick.com using code FIRSTCUP15. There is a new, there are a few products coming through with some new designs. Uh, it could be as soon as today. Something that somebody on the team has been working hard on for a little while and I'm pumped. Uh, or you can check out the family page, whistlekick.com slash family. I update it, add stuff to it, move it around at least once a week for those of you who are truly family. If you're family, you know you are. And if you don't know if you're family, if you're watching this show, there's a good chance that you are. It's not just how, how often or how you engage, but how you feel when you do. If you're part of this mission to connect, educate, and entertain, if you see the value in that, if you agree with me that the world would be a dramatically better place if everyone did martial arts for at least six months, you're family. And with that, I will let you go. I hope you have a fantastic Monday, and I look forward to seeing you tomorrow. Take care, everybody.